Okay, so we're back on the Making Waves podcast, uh, uh, and you know, while there's a lot of people uh, on exhibition here in the main hall, there's some companies that are uh, actually have exhibits outside yeah. uh, in the concourse uh, right downtown Halifax, and, and we have one of those such companies with us here today. So uh, pretty excited to have a conversation with you, Jeff. I know that we've been emailing back and forth yeah. now for a month or so. So Jeff, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff Musson, I'm Executive Director of Coding for Veterans. And Coding for Veterans is an organization that I founded to help Canada's military veterans retrain for jobs in Canada's tech sector. And what's interesting is I'm a tech entrepreneur. Uh, in fact, I own a software business and actually want to take one step further. I've never worked for anybody, right. you know, since I've been awesome. out of, yeah. you know, even in university, I owned a lawn sprinkler business and burying those pipes to then we cut so many phone wires with Bell Canada that I got a contract with Bell Canada to start bearing those wires and then Kojiko <laughs> and Rogers and that got me into tech. And, and what was interesting was um, uh, when I launched Dynamite Network, my software company, it was about two, three years ago, we landed a contract with an insurance company to use AI to do risk analysis on auto accident files. Okay. And I put out, I obviously was going in through a big hiring um, phase, and to say I was underwhelmed with the talent coming in the door is an, is an understatement. Okay. Right? What market are, are, were you in at this point? Um, really, uh, Dynamite Networks is and was is a software development shop. So you okay. come to us, Anywhere. we'll build you anything. From, right. Yeah, we are get outsourced. So you build, we'll build everything from website development to AI, right? right? Machine learning. And so in a moment of frustration, and I think that's where the best ideas kind of come right. from, I, um, you know, I'm in our boardroom, I pull out the whiteboard and said, if I were to create my ideal software programmer, what do they look like? And you start writing down and you want, you know, attention to detail, leadership, teamwork, you um, know, blah, blah, blah. And I took a step back and I'm like, holy cow, these people are in the military. And I'm fortunate because I annually chair Tech Day on Parliament Hill. So I bring all of us geeks together with the politicos, the staffers, the MPs. And so I knew a lot of the chiefs of staff, and particularly Minister Baines is chief of staff, and at the time is uh, Minister O'Regan in, in charge of Veterans Affairs. So I put together just a one-page thesis that really said, can we identify those seven to 10,000 men and women that leave the military every year figure out who has an aptitude for technology, partner in with an academic institution to deliver the curriculum, and start backfilling the 147,000 IT jobs that are projected to go unfilled. And because of my software company, I'm very, like, I'm plugged into the scene, right? And I felt this acutely. So, look, for self-serving reasons, I now created my own talent funnel for my business. Right. But it expanded so rapidly and large that... I ended up forming, you know, with my team and the nonprofit group Coding for Veterans, and that's really, in essence, how it started. It's awesome. <laughs> that is a big vision. That is a big vision you had. Yeah. How did you get academia engaged in the conversation? Well, what was interesting was we talked to numerous institutions, right? You, you talk to the private colleges, you talk to the community colleges. Um, and obviously the universities. And what's funny was stereotypes 
don't necessarily play out to reality because the big stereotype was, oh, you know, the the colleges are much more nimble and and responsive to the needs of industry. I got to tell you, the University of Ottawa, who we partnered in to deliver this program, is about as nimble, if not more, than colleges that we talked with and even private colleges. Right. And it was really interesting because... You know, there's a reason why people have two ears and one mouth, right? You're right. supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. And, and we did that. Yeah. So the first thing that we set about, and, and, and obviously I built out a team to execute on my crazy idea, right? Yeah. But what happened was, was that, um, you know, uh, we first went and we talked with employers. And we said, what are the skill sets that you're looking for when it comes to software development? And, and what are the, the languages in demand today, but more importantly, five years right. down the road? And so we, in essence, built the program backwards, right? And then we also realized very early on, there's a lot of occupations in the military which have um, really a tech-heavy focus on it, right? Yeah. So there was a need to create an advanced stream and so we created an advanced stream in cybersecurity. Wow. And again, went back to the employers and some of them defense contractors who are on the floor here, but also Canada's big banks, right. uh, small to medium business. Like we just listened, right? Yeah. I was listening to her. And what they said when it came to cybersecurity is, is that, well, with the curriculum and the programming, um, it's great that the University of Ottawa is delivering it, but we want to see industry accreditation. So my next question to them was, what are the top industry accreditations you're looking for? Right. And they came back and said, well, you know, CCNA for networking and then CISSP for um, cyber. And, and really, when you look at the CISSP certification, that's kind of the equivalent of a lawyer writing a bar exam. Right. So before anyone leaves our cyber program, they actually write that certification exam. Right. So now um, there's very little daylight between what the marketplace wants and what is coming out of the academic institutions. And we also partnered in with leading suppliers of technology, Cisco, Amazon, um, you know, O'Reilly, LinkedIn. Here, here's one thing that I, you thought Amazon ate the lunch of retail. Wait till you see what LinkedIn Learning is going to do to the academic world. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's it's been really interesting, yeah. you know, this journey. So, Jeff, what's the update be like? Tell me about that. So what what was funny was when we, you know, set so so we did the focus groups with the employers. Right. We also then set up focus groups with veterans, and we said, tell us about your transition, the good, the bad, the ugly. Right. Yeah. First thing they came back to us and said was. We're done moving and uprooting our family. So whatever you do, um, that training has to come to us. Right. Which meant we had to put it online. And you have to remember, this was pre-COVID. Right. I mean, okay, this sure. program was, you know, we've mowed a lot of grass in Very 24 months. Right? What? Well, yeah. I tell people I anticipated the pandemic. No one <laughs> believes it, right? So what happened you was... You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. anticipated the pandemic. And so what was funny was... Um, program was 100% online and we only started with five people in our first cohort because we didn't know is this right. crazy idea yeah. gonna work right we now have just under 200 students in the program in less than 24 months and what's been interesting was is when the pandemic hit we started to skyrocket right 
and everyone else is playing catch up and we didn't miss a beat. Wow. And so we're, we're kind of very fortunate. Jeff, I, I know that uh, you're an entrepreneur and, and you're moving a lot of yardsticks here. It's really impressive. But I, I have to tell you, Jerry, a story, and I don't know if you know this, but last night I was calling it uh, an evening and at 10.30 I was walking back to my hotel and who do I see setting up his <laughs> exhibition? 10.30 at night, setting it up, getting ready for tomorrow. That's an entrepreneurial spirit, eh? Absolutely. And, and what's what's been interesting is when we um, do outreach for this program, um, we traditionally went to job fairs on military bases. Those immediately got shut down right. because of COVID. Yeah. So when they say necessity is the mother of all invention, believe it. Yeah. So I'm like, how are we going to do outreach with our program? Well, we created the Coding for Veterans Career Caravan. And what we wanted to do was in a socially distant manner, we're going to travel coast to coast across Canada to major cities, military uh, bases. But what we did was we actually partnered in with the legions because what do the legions have that we need? Asphalt. Right. Right? Yeah. And their parking lots. And so we customized a, a van, right? Yeah. We customized an outdoor tent. Yeah. And, you know, we set off across the country. And so we kicked it off in um, Ottawa on September 10th. Yeah. Half the team went east with me. The other half went west. And we've just been going from coast to coast. And it's been one heck of a, a journey meeting people. Right. Just sort of, it's funny. We're in the technology business, but we kind of went old school. Right. Yeah, right? of course. Right. You're, it must be great to meet some of these folks that are looking for a transition, looking for that next opportunity yeah. to apply their talents and skills. Because you're right. I think a lot of people come out of military service with an ability to communicate, yeah. an ability to work effectively within a team, yeah. an appreciation for lifelong learning. Yeah. They're constantly relearning their skills, yeah. you know, and, and leadership skills. Yeah. So it sounds to me like those are the perfect candidates for you. Absolutely. And it's those soft skills that kind of matter. Right. And what was interesting was, was that with our program, the tuition is paid 100% by Veterans Affairs Canada oh, wow. for those really? that have served more than six years uh, and released after 2006. Okay. And so here you have an opportunity uh, where your education is free, the program's 100% online. It was, um, the uptake has been so substantial that we've actually had a number of spouses and family members that have came to us and said, hey, we want in on the program. Now the program isn't cheap, it's university education yeah. uh, with it. But what we did was we went back to industry and we actually raised bursary and scholarship money. So now we are able to fund those spouses and family members in our program. And we have a number of them that have uh, enrolled, right? And it's great because as the spouses told us, again, listening to people, right? We put our careers on hold, you know, so their spouse could, right. you know, serve our country. Yeah. Well, now we're giving them an opportunity, especially with COVID, because I've said COVID, a lot of bad things have happened with COVID. One good thing is pulled the workforce 15 years into the future. Right. So before you, if you wanted a tech job, you had to go to Toronto, Montreal, yeah. uh, Waterloo, wherever. Now the jobs are, Come to in, are coming to you, which right. is awesome. Yeah. And then what was really interesting was we had a number of Afghan vets obviously in our program and I'm sure you know your listeners have 
been in tune with the situation that's happened over in Afghanistan. Yeah. And it was interesting because as a collective group, we said, what can we do? Obviously, we can't go over and, and, and get them. Right. But one thing we can do is provide them opportunities when they get here. So we went back to our corporate partners and we ended up raising money to pay for the tuition for those Afghan interpreters that make it to Canada. Really? Who then are have an aptitude or want to get into the tech sector because we can help them provide stability uh, careers here in Canada and we're not taking jobs from other people there's 147,000 jobs that need to get filled Jerry your thoughts well you know Jeff you touch on something that I think is near and dear to my heart uh, my brother-in-law is from Kenya yeah. uh, lives here in Halifax immigration is so important to this country absolutely and being able to bring someone from that area when they get here, yeah. they realize how beautiful this country is Absolutely. in every respect. And you've been able to give them the hope and the yeah. opportunity. Man, thank you for doing that. It's uh, a team effort. Look, I'm the, I'm the one that comes up with these crazy ideas, but I have a whole team. You know, Pat you know, Shaw, our academic director, I mean, he's, you know, he executes and, and pulls all this I got together. a question. At what point did you know you had something special going with this? Uh... I don't know if you ever kind of know. You know you're on to something. And, and maybe it's kind of been this caravan where things have just all kind of hit this tipping point. Like, right. typically we would, um, like I, I started off actually originally in Halifax last Tuesday. In the week leading up to this conference, I was in, um, we were in uh, Greenwood, Moncton, um, Charlottetown. Yeah. Um, St. John, uh, Fredericton with Gagetown, right. and back here, and then we had our West Coast team. So since we've left Ottawa, typically we would get three to four people each week apply to our program, right? right? Since we left Ottawa, we've had 115 people oh in goodness. the past three weeks. <laughs> and so now you kind of know you're on, and the beauty of our program is it's scalable. Right. Like you don't have to add bricks and mortar. You don't have to... Uh, do any of that it's a matter of just adding more professors the contents there and with the remote learning um, I think this is the wave of the future where it's micro credentialed every um, our program those credits are university you know accredited right. transferable right and so uh, jobs are there the 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 programs there and you know as I like to say now we're cooking with gas Awesome. Jeff, have you? Uh, did you serve in the military? No, of all things, I haven't. I had family members that have, and I really have grown to appreciate the service for our country. And so, I think actually that's been part of the success of this program is that I didn't. We didn't come from it in terms of a, you know, quote unquote, helping the veterans, right? We're actually solving a real life problem, and we right. worked our way backwards. Backwards. Serving the, the country well, now. Well, I can tell you, that's exactly what I was going to say, Jerry. You're serving the country now. That's fantastic, Jeff. What a great journey, and what a great story. I wish you all the success, and I hope that this podcast, Making Waves, at Genoa Design, allowed us to get into this conversation. I hope this amplifies your message because Absolutely. you're clearly solving some problems. Yeah, and but you know what? We're having fun. We're having right? fun doing it. I mean, it. it's that's all part and parcel of it, right? It's you like, might as well let's have do fun. It. Absolutely. Life's too short, right? <laughs> and so make a great difference and, and help a lot of people. And listen, guys, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to help promote. Thanks for doing what you do, mate. Hey. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys.